this morning, turn with me to Acts chapter 25. Acts chapter 25. While you're turning there, have you ever considered that your heart plays a role in the development of your life plans? How your heart plays a role in all of that? How, Proverbs chapter 16 verse 9 says, A man's heart plans his way, but the Lord directs his steps. As Christians, our desire is to make sure that the plans of our heart align with the plans that God has for us. So how do we make sure that our heart is in alignment with the plans that God has? Well, we need to check that alignment. In the same way that maybe a car mechanic checks the alignment of your wheels, uh, we need to run a diagnostic of our heart to make sure that it's in alignment with the things of the Lord. And as we continue to follow the journey of the Apostle Paul, we can remind ourselves of how the Lord is directing his steps. Uh, Consider in Acts chapter 9, verse 15. But the Lord said to him, Go, for he is a chosen vessel of mine to bear my name before Gentiles, kings, and the children of Israel. So Acts 9, 15 tells us at least part of God's plans uh, for the Apostle Paul. He wants him to bear witness uh, before the Gentiles, before kings, uh, and before the children of Israel. Now, this morning, we're going to observe three snapshots that are going to reveal the condition of our hearts. It reveals the condition of the hearts of people. The condition of our heart will determine the type of path we're on. So it's important for us to, to know our heart, to continually check our heart, and to make sure that it's in alignment with the things of the Lord. Psalm 139, verses 23 and 24 says, Search me, O God, and know my heart. Try me and know my anxieties, and see if there is any wicked way in me, and lead me in the way everlasting. Did you catch that? Right at the very end, and lead me in the way everlasting. In other words, there's a correlation between our path, where we're leading, where we're headed, where we're going, and our heart. And here in Psalm 139, it's like, search my heart, know my heart, God. Let's get that correct, because that's how what's going to determine the direction that I'm going. So this morning, I want us to perform a, a, a spiritual EKG on ourselves, if you will. Uh, an electrocardiogram of our, a spiritual one of our heart to look at it, to see is the beating of our heart in sync with the things of the Lord? Is the rhythm of our heart in sync with the things of the Lord? Is the strength and the timing of our heart in sync with the things of the Lord? And that's, that's where we're headed. That's what I want us to do this morning. So let's examine our hearts as we, as we work through these uh, scripture passages. Key point number one for us this morning is this. Key point number one is hatred in the human heart can prevent us from seeing things clearly. Hatred in the human heart can prevent us from seeing things clearly. Let's look at Acts chapter 25. Uh, we'll read verses 1 through 12. Now, when Festus had come to the province after three days, he went up from Caesarea to Jerusalem. Then the high priest and the chief men of the Jews informed him against Paul, and they petitioned him, asking a favor against him, that he would summon him to Jerusalem while they lay in ambush along the road to kill him. But Festus answered that Paul should be kept in Caesarea, 
and that he himself was going there shortly. Therefore he said, let those who have authority among you go down with me and accuse this man to see if there's any fault in him. And when he had remained among them more than 10 days, he went down to Caesarea, and the next day, sitting on the judgment seat, he commanded Paul to be brought. When he had come, the Jews had come down from Jerusalem, stood about, and laid many serious complaints against Paul, which they could not prove. While he answered for himself, neither against the laws of the Jews, nor against the temple, nor against Caesar, have I offended in anything at all. But Festus, wanting to do the Jews a favor, answered Paul and said, Are you willing to go up to Jerusalem and there be judged before me concerning these things? So Paul said, I stand at Caesar's judgment seat where I ought to be judged. To the Jews, I have done no wrong, as you very well know. For if I am an offender or have committed anything deserving of death, I do not object to dying. But if there is nothing in these things of which these men accuse me, no one can deliver me to them. I appeal to Caesar. Then Festus, when he had conferred with the council, answered, You have appealed to Caesar? To Caesar you shall go. Now let's pause there just for a moment. Here's the main thing I don't want us to overlook. It's been two years since the Apostle Paul has been arrested and brought into custody. Two years have gone by. Now, last, last time we looked at uh, how Paul, what did Paul do over those two years? We had a lot of conversations uh, with Felix. And now it's been two years that have gone by, two entire years. Now, consider this. The hatred of the Jewish people toward the Apostle Paul has not diminished one iota after two years. I mean, that indicates the depths of their hatred, right? Listen to this, verse 3. Asking a favor against him that he would summon him to Jerusalem while they lay in ambush along the road to kill him. Listen, their tactic hasn't even changed. They're, they're, they're still planning on killing this guy. They still want an ambush. They can't let it go. They still want to kill the Apostle Paul. They want him dead. Their hatred has overshadowed their ability to see things with clarity. I mean, they know their accusations are unmerited, but yet their hatred is so deep that they feel like the end justifies the means. It's important that we understand this principle, that if as time has gone by, if our, if our hearts haven't softened, and yet and our hatred is just as strong as it was two years earlier, we are hanging on to things uh, that we have yet to surrender to the Lord. Uh, we're, we're hanging on to hatred. We can't do that as Christians. As Christians, we, we, we do need to learn forgiveness. We do need to learn uh, to move on. Now, keep in mind that these are not Christians that we're talking about. These are uh, Jewish non-believers, and so they, they don't believe in Christ. But yet, at the same time, they're, they're allowing this hatred to, to fester within their heart. Now look at verses 7 through 8. When he had come, the Jews who had come down from Jerusalem stood about and laid many serious complaints against Paul, which they could not prove. 
while he answered for himself, neither against the law of the Jews, nor against the temple, nor against Caesar have I offended in anything at all. This is like a bad rerun, right? This is, again, they're making all these accusations, and what's Paul doing? Not true. Not true. Every time they, you know, well, well, he did this against the the law of the Jews, and Paul Paul leans into the microphone. Not true, you know. Well, he did this against the temple. Paul leans in. Not true. Well, he did this against Caesar. And he leans into the microphone. Not true. Over and over and over. That's not true. That's not true. It is. It's a bad, bad rerun. We've seen it all before. Uh, so Paul responds to each accusation. And now look at verse nine. But Festus. Wanting to do the Jews a favor, answered Paul and said, Are you willing to go up to Jerusalem and there be judged before me concerning these things? In other words, we can relocate you. We can it's still gonna be Festus doing the the uh he's still gonna oversee it, he's still gonna be the judge, but the location would change. He would go from Caesarea to Jerusalem. And he and and Festus is even offering this because he wants to do the Jews a favor. Now, the very fact that it says he wants to do the Jews a favor shows us that Festus sees this as nothing more than a political move to win over the Jews in his jurisdiction. And then what do we see? Verse 10. So Paul said, I stand at Caesar's judgment seat where I ought to be judged. To the Jews, I have done no wrong, as you very well know. <laughs> Uh, Paul knows that everyone is aware that these are false charges. And so what does he do? He appeals to the highest authority of the land, uh, which would be Caesar. Uh, it would be like in our, in our case, if we kept appealing, we would want things to get to the highest court in the land, the highest authority. And who would that be? That would be the Supreme Court. But make no mistake, hatred in our heart is going to show that we're off course. If we want to know, are we, is our heart in alignment with the things of the Lord? If we see hatred within our heart, what, what are we doing? We're veering away from the, from the path that the Lord has for us. We're moving away from it. We're no longer on that path that the Lord desires for us. We've allowed hatred to, to, to derail us. We've allowed hatred to cause us to take a detour and move away from the path that the Lord has for us.